What's up, everybody? Welcome to End In This Happen with Aaron Goins, where I talk about whatever I want to. Thank you so much for joining us again for another week. Uh, we got a new email, and then this happened pod at gmail.com. Yeah. And be nice, by the way. Don't motherfucking, because I don't like that negative energy shit, okay? Don't, don't, don't come over here with some motherfucking negative shit, okay? All right. So I guess we should probably, but I should address it to anybody right now. Going through police brutality. It's a tragedy what's going on right now in Minneapolis. And I pray for the victim's family, for that cop, because you know that motherfucker needs it. I'm not saying now, I'm saying then. That motherfucker needed, been needed prayer. So we should pray for the cop. I ain't saying forgive him now. That ain't what I said. Listen to what I said. I said pray for the nigga. Because that motherfucker got some screws up that's loose as my... Partner was sad, niggas a couple sandwiches short of a picnic. So I think that gentleman needs to get some help. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I think it's fucked up. I, I think it's fucked up. It's, it's, I'm scared. I mean, I've, I'm, as a black man living in America, shit's been going on. Now they just got cameras so they can film this shit going on. So it just feels like it's just in our face a lot more. It's just happening all the time. So it kind of puts you on, kind of like this corona shit. It's just constantly in the news. It's constantly being pushed in front of your face. It scares you. It kind of, I don't know what to say. I hope we. I hope things get better. I hope we can get through this as a nation of people. Kill all races. <laughs> I think we should, that should be the next law. Kill all races or euthanizing motherfuckers or something. Put them in the loony bin. Cause that shit is a fucking disease. That shit is a mental illness. I'm sorry to kind of bring the mood of the podcast down, but I had to. I had to say that. I had to address it. Um, <laughs> what time? I got a debate. I got a. I got a debate question for you guys. What time do you run the dishwasher? Like you're at home. Everybody eats dinner. Clean up the kitchen. You put all the dishes in the dishwasher. Then do you run? Then you run the dishwasher? Cause I wait until the next morning to run the dishwasher because I might motherfucking get hungry in the middle of the night. Get a midnight snack going. Right now it's it's cookies and milk or cookies and ice cream. I tried to make that. I tried to be hacky, but it's, it's cookies and ice cream right now, which which is still pretty hacky. It almost sounds better. Shit, I warm that motherfucking cookie up on a nice plate, dude. Like I'm in BJ's, like a pazuki. Warm that bitch up. Get myself a fucking spoon out. Get get pull up in that freezer drawer. Get that motherfucking dryer's vanilla ice cream. That vanilla bean, bitch. Woo, nigga, somebody stop this, nigga. Do that shit. That shit is bomb as fuck. Put that, put that cookie. I got, I put two cookies. I got them, I get them little chocolate chip ones. They got like a, they got not a lot of chocolate chips because I don't really like chocolate chips like that. But do that shit, bitch. Put that ice cream on that motherfucker. I st- and that's two o'clock in the morning. That's, that's a, that's a midnight snack. And so now I fucking finish eating that. I put that in the sink. I wake up the next morning. Now I got dirty dishes in my sink. No, fuck all that. Fuck all that. I would rather 
run the dishwasher in the morning and then it the kitchen gets dirty throughout the day that's when you clean it up at nighttime motherfucker okay you you see what the fuck i said you see what the fuck i'm saying you fucking run that bitch in the morning okay when you motherfucking get up whatever dishes is left in the sink because i motherfucking also take a cup to bed i take a cup of water or juice okay y'all know that 3 a.m morning thirst is real Wake up in the middle, several times in the middle of the night and fall right to sleep. Shit, man. Fucking take that motherfucker to the, to the sink the next morning. Wash that bitch out. Throw that bitch in the dishwasher. Turn that motherfucker on. Let that bitch run for like two hours, three hours, whatever. How long, how long dishwashers run for. And then fucking, yeah. Who eats? And then, Yeah. I think that's the more efficient way to do it. I just I think we've been doing it wrong. People who run it right after dinner, after they clean up the kitchen after dinner, right? I think they those people have been institutionalized. I think they've been programmed to live this type of lifestyle, okay? From their ancestors, okay? That generational chain needs to be broken. Okay, that shit came from your motherfucking grandmama and your mama. And then, then your mama made you clean up the kitchen after dinner. And then now it just became a thing. You should always clean up the kitchen after dinner. No. Or run the dishwasher. What the fuck ever. Yeah, clean the kitchen, bitch. Don't have your motherfucking shit looking all dirty. That's not what the fuck I... Nobody wants to see, oh... That just makes me mad. <laughs> when I get up in the morning, it's a dirty-ass kitchen. Oh, my God. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, so I got a story to tell. Here's a little story I'm about to tell about three back boys going to Taco Bell. Ooh, ooh. Um, all right, so I got a story to tell. Parental advisory, this story, it's uh it's a, it gets kind of real. There ain't no jokes in this motherfucker, really. Um it gets kind of serious. It's about uh we'll call Jane. Um, she was in a, an abusive relationship. So this is the story about what happened in her abusive relationship. But don't worry, I'm in the story too, so that's why. <laughs> so it's February. It's February this year, and we had a funeral. Uh, her mother had passed away. So then all her family came out. I came out to pay our respects, to pay homage. You know, show our condolences for. Her losing her mom. It was very sad. And I I think I knew that she had an abusive boyfriend before, but I had never met him until the funeral. I I, I had never met the man. And see, Jane is like my little sister. So usually in a in a in an abusive relationship, you stay the fuck out of it because they end up going back to the motherfucking relationship and then they mad at you for getting in the middle of it. So the best advice I can give is wait for them to ask you for help. But (laughs) I couldn't stay out of it. We're at a funeral. I was there. He was there. He was going to be in my face. I could not say nothing. It's just not in my character. I'm not no bitch. (laughs) Like, it's just not in my character. I'm not going to sit here with you at at anything. Nobody's nothing. And be kicking with you like we boys and shit. And I know you hit girls. Or what the fuck ever. You you hit my homegirl. I'm not going to sit here with you like, oh, nigga, this is time out. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, we cool right now. You feel me? Because 
of the situation. Nah. So I, I, I really wasn't sure going into the situation, going into the funeral. I really wasn't sure what I was about to do, what was going to happen. I'm thinking about just Jane and her mother and just making sure that everything's okay. So everybody's at the funeral. So we're all outside hugging and shit. And I see the motherfucker. You know that cute shit that they do in the movies, that like abusive boyfriends do in the movies? Where they act like they're the most sweetest, perfect, is boyfriend in public. And then behind closed doors, they be kicking their ass. Like, this dude gave her black eyes and hell of shit. Like, it wasn't nothing like this nigga done. So when I saw that, that shit made my blood boil. Because I'm like, this motherfucker, this nigga over here, he really gonna, you really gonna hug her, fam? You really going to act like you didn't do none of that shit you just did, bro. Like, so now I feel like that asshole because I'm about to kick your ass. Because <laughs> now you look like the nice guy and now I look like the asshole. But I digress. <laughs> um, so after the funeral, after the, after the funeral, after the repass, we all decide whose house we're going to. I didn't drive, so we all figuring out where we're going so we made plans to all go back to their house. They both lived together. I didn't want to go back to their house because I still hadn't had a conversation with him. I still hadn't been in a, in a close enough circle with him to approach him in any type of way. So I still didn't know what type of situation would would expire. I was I was nervous to say the least. Um, but my cousin, he was all like, man, come on, nigga, let's go. So I was like, fuck it. So we all, we walking away from the church. It's me, E. Jane, her boyfriend, and her two friends, guy and a girl. Jane and her boyfriend are already arguing before they get to the car. So <laughs> I guess the fight lasted so long. Maybe they were just having such a good time that they just they kept walking. <laughs> and they so they took the fight around the corner. Her two friends, the guy and the girl, they, they both walk around the corner, I guess, to be referee. I don't know, to check on them. So me and E, we stay and we sit in the car. So maybe about like 10 minutes go by, maybe five, maybe five minutes go by. And he's like, man, I'm about to go out. I'm about to go outside and check on this shit. Like, all right, bro, go ahead. So I sit in the car, like, and I'm on my phone and shit. I'm shooting TikToks. I'm shooting Instagram videos. I'm just like, man, what the fuck? I didn't want to be here right now. I'm, I should have called for an Uber. So after I get done, like, just taking my little TikTok videos, immediately, right when I put my phone away, this fucking crackhead, her boyfriend, <laughs> I can hear him walking up to the car. I can hear him, like, talking shit as he's walking up to the car. And I can't make out what he's saying. I don't know if he's talking shit. I don't know who he's talking to, but I can hear him talking shit as he's walking up to the car. And then as he's walking up to the car, he knocks on the window, or the car window, the side that I'm sitting on. And he, I open it, and then he goes, I think I rolled down the window. I don't, I don't, that, this part, I'm trying to remember. Fuck. <laughs> but I think I rolled down the car window and he was like, nigga, get your bitch ass out the motherfucking car seat. <laughs> and I, I go, excuse me? <laughs> and he goes, nigga, you heard me. So I opened the door, got out of the car seat. And I punched that nigga dead in the motherfucking face, bruh. I slapped that, I, I slapped that nigga dead in his motherfucking face, bruh. <laughs> nigga, 
Get that nigga. I slapped that nigga like one of the three stooges, my nigga. Slap the fuck out that nigga. Slap that nigga like he was a bitch. Slap that nigga like he owed me money. I gave that nigga the old one piece hold the biscuit. <laughs> See, so now I've been wondering. That was the first time I ever, ever exchanged words with. Now it's the first time me and him had ever, had ever spoke. I never had. I didn't. I never even heard him speak. That's just how much you know. So I was. I I started to wonder like. He hadn't been talking to everybody else. I mean, I'm sure I don't got no motherfucking sign on my back that just says bitch ass nigga. Like, so he hadn't been talking to everybody else that way. Cause nigga, he walked up to that motherfucking car. Like, I swear, son, when I tell you, when I said, excuse me, say it again, when he did this little snarky little, like, evil like grin, I was like, oh, this nigga think. And for a minute, for like a split second, my fight or flight kicked in. I was like, okay, what's about to happen? It was two, it was two decisions. Like quick, like a point second. I was like, I can sit here and be scared or get up and hit this motherfucker. Cause that ain't how you talk to people. I don't give a fuck who you are, grown man. That is not how you talk. So he deserved that shit. And I should probably, by the way, I should probably mention this. I am not a tough guy at all. Jane was actually making jokes like, nigga, you don't look like you slapped him. Like, nigga, you don't look like you would slap him. Like, look at you. Like, I had on a messenger bag. I had, a, like, two jackets, like a, a pullover and, like, a hood, a, a, a jean jacket over it. Like, I was just looking cute at the funeral, right? It was like, I had on all black, but I was still, you know, I was... Because like, you never know who you going to meet. You never know when you going to run into your soulmate. You just never know who you going to meet at the grocery store. You feel me, baby? But that dude, he gave me no choice, bro. He gave me no choice. It was like, I'm supposed to walk by you and let you. You feel like that is just. What kind of bitch? What kind of Willie Lump Lump? Like, what kind of fool? <laughs> Nigga. What type of fool do you take me for? Like I said, I am not a fighter. I am not walk around here looking for fights. I'm not even bragging about this shit. So it's just a story that I'm. That I'm telling to you guys because you are my audience and we keep it motherfucking honest around this bitch. So I figured if I can't tell you guys this shit, then fuck it. We ain't we ain't family, motherfucker. We ain't family. And we family. <laughs> so I thought I could tell you guys anything when it comes to this. So this is a story about myself. Um, so right after I slapped him, there was like a huge commotion going on. Uh Jane kinda Gets in the way-ish. She tries to, like, back him up. And, you know, that, that just that nigga shit. You feel me? Like, but you better hold him back. Better hold him back. Better split him up. Better split him up. Just And it's like, nigga, if you don't swing, motherfucker, there ain't no need for that shit. You feel me? You need to squash this shit right now because you ain't about to do shit, my nigga. Straight up. Fucking bitch. He's like, nigga, you see what size she on, right? You see what size she on, right? I'm all like, nigga... Bitch ass side, my nigga. That's cause she confused, bruh. She don't know her value right now. You got her head all fucked up, nigga. She brainwashed. So in that split second, like she got out of the way right when me and him were like eye to eye with each other. I slapped him again. I'm thinking like, all right, it's about to, we about to have a we got about to have a problem. <laughs> he he didn't do shit. A tear started rolling down his eye, both eyes. I mean, he didn't do shit, bruh. He didn't, he just started crying. 
<laughs> I saw. I, I told myself. I said, "Damn, bro, you a fucking bully." <laughs> you just slapped him twice. Twice. Okay, the first time you feel me, he had that one coming. That was tip for tat. He said, "Get your bitch ass out the cars." But the second time, y'all was just talking. You didn't have to do all that. Is what I'm trying to. Is what I'm telling you. So yeah. But it felt pretty good. It felt even better the second time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to lie, bro. Now, I got to tell for all my hood niggas out there, anybody out there who, who if you're going to hit anybody, you better make sure you knock him out. That's just a little um, street knowledge for you. <laughs> so now I go, all right, my nigga, you a, I, I start to stop seeing red for like a minute. And I, and I tell my, I start to, I ask God for forgiveness. I start to pray for him literally. I'm all like, God, please, whatever this man is going through right now, please forgive him. Get him through whatever he's he's going through. Like it was, it was, it was fucking awesome. It was God. I mean, now you're being all sweet, you know? Like, like now you you just prayed. Like, this nigga's you a perfect husband. <laughs> And that's what her friend said too. Her friend said that shit was like a fucking move. Like after the whole, when they were walking back to the car, he was talking all that, all that shit when he was walking back to the car. I'm going to make this nigga get out the motherfucking seat and do 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 I'm going to make this bitch ass nigga. And then she said, when you got out the car, you didn't say nothing. You just slapped him. She said, that shit was a fucking turn on. That shit was a fucking movie. That shit was fucking sexy. Shit, bro, and her boyfriend was standing right there. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm about to have another fight on my hands. <laughs> you guys, that was another episode of And Then This Happened. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I truly appreciate you guys for joining us. Uh, make sure you subscribe, comment, leave a review. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.